Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, July 16th and the COVID-19 tally in India today rose to 969,000 after nearly 33,000 fresh cases were registered within a span of 24 hours. The death toll stood at 24,915. The Indian Council of Medical Research said that as many as 1.27 million samples were tested for the virus till July 15th. out of which 327000 samples were tested yesterday globally more than 13 million people have been infected while 583000 have died so far the united states continues to remain the worst affected nation followed by brazil india russia and peru india's numbers are currently being powered by high growth rates in karnataka west bengal andhra pradesh and uttar pradesh these states have seen sharp increases this month they were reporting 400 to 600 cases every day till the end of june but are now adding over 1000 cases a day maharashtra's first woman chief election commissioner neela satyanarayan passed away at a hospital in mumbai today at the age of 71 and is the first is officer in the state to succumb to covid-19 she had tested positive just yesterday satyanarayan was also a celebrated author and poet Maharashtra is expected to report over 3 lakh covid-19 cases by this weekend. Yesterday the state reported 8000 new infections, taking its tally to over 2.75 lakh cases. Mumbai, which has 96000 cases, is expected to breach the 1 lakh mark this week. Former minister and Samajwadi Party leader Ghura Ram passed away this morning at the King George's Medical University in Lucknow. According to his son Santosh Kumar, he was admitted to the hospital on Tuesday after he had difficulties in breathing. He tested positive for coronavirus yesterday and his condition deteriorated last evening. Ghura Ram was a confidant of BSP founder Kashi Ram and was elected from the Rashtra Assembly seat in 93, 2002 and 2007. He was also health minister in the Mayawati government in Uttar Pradesh. Recently he had joined the Samajwadi Party and was made a member of the National Working Committee. Andhra Pradesh will require another 17000 doctors and 12000 nursing staff in the coming months to handle the pandemic. as estimated by an action plan prepared by health officials on the directions of the chief minister's office the number of cases in the state have increased drastically by 10029 since july 11th with 160 deaths reported till july 15th the state reported 44 deaths and 2400 cases yesterday taking the total number of positive cases and deaths to 35500 and 458 respectively the state has so far conducted more than 12 lakh tests The state's chief minister Jagan Mohan Reddy yesterday called on people not to hesitate to get themselves tested and get treatment. His administration said that the main reason for the spike in deaths is that the patients are showing up at hospitals in an advanced stage of COVID-19. Amid a spike in the number of deaths and reports of some hospitals turning away patients, the health department issued an advisory that such hospitals will face serious action and their license may be cancelled. The government also launched mobile testing units in state transport luxury buses. which have been dispatched to all districts based on a suggestion by an expert committee the karnataka government yesterday announced an incentive of 5000 rupees to recovered covid-19 patients who come forward and donate their plasma an order issued by the government stated a one time incentive will be given to plasma donors who have recovered within 14 to 28 days from covid-19 according to the state government of the five covid-19 patients who have been administered plasma therapy in the state so far three have recovered The other two succumbed to the disease. Karnataka reported more than 3000 cases of the novel coronavirus yesterday, taking the state's tally to more than 47000.
According to the Karnataka Health Department, more than 1,000 patients were treated and discharged, while 87 deaths were reported yesterday. The Indian Express has reported that three football coaches in Mumbai, named Prasad Bhosle, Siddhesh Shivastav and Samrat Rana, have been forced to change their line of work due to the pandemic. Bhosle is now selling vegetables, Shivastav is making kebabs at home, while Rana works as a deliveryman for a restaurant. Bhosle told the paper that when he sold vegetables, he did feel awkward for the first few days. He has a master's in physical education. The coach added that when one's stomach is empty and there are more hungry people at home, one stops thinking about awkwardness. He now carries grain bags and vegetables on his shoulders, fills up his cart and sells vegetables on the streets. Shivastav, on the other hand, said that he had not been paid for the last few months. The company where he works can no longer pay his salary and so he decided to sell kebabs. Rana said he became a delivery boy for a nearby restaurant after popular companies like Zomato and Swiggy said they had no vacancies. He had smaller savings and was forced to sell his mother's gold and his brother also lost his job. In a three-month-long operation, the Pimpri Chinchwar police have unearthed a major racket of firearm smuggling from Madhya Pradesh to Maharashtra. Police have seized 42 country firearms and made 15 arrests so far. The investigation also involved policemen posing as criminals to buy weapons. The police probe began with an offence registered in March in Pimpri Chinchwar, in which six country-made firearms and 15 live rounds of cartridges were seized. A police team started digging deep into various clues that subsequently emerged and zeroed in on a group of arms dealers operating from Dhar district in Madhya Pradesh. Police have till now confirmed the smuggling and sale of as many as 75 firearms in Maharashtra as part of the racket, of which 42 have been seized by the investigating teams. Till now, 15 persons, including some history sheeters who were part of the racket, have been arrested. The outcome of the operation, which is still underway, was made public by the police today. While Maharashtra police is acing its investigations, we at News Laundry do our own digging from time to time. This week, my colleague Basant has dug up a conflict over ratings that is brewing in the world of Indian TV news. Apparently, Rajat Sharma, the editor-in-chief of India TV and the head of the News Broadcasters Association, isn't too happy with TV9 taking over his channel's viewership. You can read Basant's report on newslaundry.com. It's in Hindi and titled, TV9 Bharatwarsh or Bar Ki Rating Vivastha Ke Beech NBA Ke Zariye Hamlawar Rajat Sharma. There are other reports, interviews and podcasts on our website. My colleague Meghnath recently interviewed actor Swara Bhaskar. The two discussed nepotism in Bollywood and Swara talked about how the pandemic has hurt the film industry and why the BJP is the first party to realise the power of Hindi cinema. Please check it out on our website and if you like it, do click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. A hospital in Dubai waived off the medical bill amounting to 1.52 crore rupees in Indian currency of a COVID-19 patient from Telangana on humanitarian grounds. A volunteer also arranged 10,000 rupees and free tickets for the man to return home. 42-year-old Rajesh Odnala reached Hyderabad yesterday early morning after 80 days of treatment and was received by his family. Rajesh, who has been a construction worker in Dubai for the last two years, was admitted to a hospital in Dubai on April 23rd after he fell ill. He later tested positive for the coronavirus infection. Rajesh was discharged by the hospital and handed over a bill of 7,62,000 dirhams or 1 crore 52 lakh rupees. Gundeli Narsimha, president of the Gulf Workers Protection Society in Dubai, had been in touch with Rajesh throughout the course of his treatment. 
when he came to know that Odnala had no resources to pay the bill, he conveyed the matter to the office of the Consulate General of India in Dubai for his intervention, who in turn requested the hospital to waive off the bill on humanitarian grounds. The hospital responded positively and discharged the patient immediately. The Rajasthan High Court today deferred the hearing on the disqualification of MLAs by the Rajasthan Speaker. This happened because Sachin Pilant and Camp sought time to amend their petition challenging the move to disqualify dissident MLAs from Rajasthan Assembly. However, the petitioners haven't specified any time. Counsel Harish Salve said that the dissident MLAs wanted to challenge constitutional validity of disqualification notices issued by Rajasthan Speaker. The 19 MLAs were sent notices on Tuesday by the Speaker after the Congress complained that the MLAs had defied a party whip to attend two Congress Legislature Party meetings. After Ashok Gehlot's unflattering remarks on Sachin Pilot, Congress spokesperson Randeep Surjewala, a member of the central team sent by the Congress to Jaipur to handle the crisis, had a meeting with the Chief Minister. Indian Express reported that it was conveyed to Gehlot that Rahul Gandhi wants to keep the doors open for Pilot. Gehlot allegedly told Surjewala he was not against it, but Pilot would have to leave the BJP camp. Pilot, who has been removed as Deputy CM and State Party President, said he is not joining the BJP. To end it all, here's a Daily Dose meta update, something that would make accessing your favorite daily podcast easier through Google Assistant. Well, that's because we are now on Google's virtual assistant app. To enable the Daily Dose updates there, here's what you need to do. Number 1, ask Google Assistant to play the news. Then go to settings, click on add new source and look for Daily Dose. Select DD and adjust the order you want. After doing the first 3 steps, all you have to say is okay Google, play the news. and it should work this can be a bit tricky so if you have any questions feel free to tweet to us at newslaundry or write to us at contact@newslaundry.com that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the newslaundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to newslaundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.